She's on the money. She's on the money. Hello and welcome to She's on the Money, the podcast for millennials who want financial freedom. Welcome back to another one of our Money Diary episodes, where this week we speak to an epic money diarist who has three kids, having started having children at the age of 17, and she's only 26 now. She is beyond impressive. She has her own small business, but one of the most exciting things about this Money Diary is not actually the Money Diary, is it? Tony Lodge. (gasps) Recently, we've had Tony Lodge join the team and in joining the team as our executive producer, she's one, going to be putting our podcast together. That's me. two, she's going to be joining us every Monday moving forward to help bring to life our money diaries. Yay. Thank you for having me. It's so exciting. I am genuinely so excited about this because you are a vision. You are a glowy human that everybody loves and She's also really funny, guys. Like, really, really funny. I mean, Please don't put pressure on. <laughs> no, but, like, not on TikTok. She's not funny on TikTok. Not funny on TikTok. Um, she tries, but she's not funny on TikTok. But that is okay. And you know what she is? She's also incredibly intelligent. So we are so grateful to have her join the team. But this is Money Diaries episode. So let's stop stroking your ego and get into it. Tony, we got sent an email this week. Do you want to read it out? Okay. Hi, she's on the money team. I'm 26 years old, married and a mum of three boys. I met my now husband at 14 years old. Oh, cute. And ended up falling pregnant and giving birth at 17 years old. We never had savings and used every last cent of our income each week. Three years later, I had my second child and that's when I started my own business, something I could do from home around my kids' schedules and made that my full-time employment within a few weeks. How good. I went on to have my third child and continued to grow my small business but desperately wanted to buy a home no matter how long it took. Now we have an over-the-top and incredibly detailed budget, which we love to hear, money divided into 13 bank accounts. 13? Including an emergency account, something I never thought I could achieve, and are well on our way to our savings goal to build our first home later this year. Crazy to think three years ago we would end our pay weeks with zero dollars to our name and now we have numerous accounts with savings for everything under the sun. Oh my gosh, how good is that? That's amazing. Have you finished the email? Can we chat to her now? Yes, let's chat. Obviously we can't use your name and I can't think of a good hustler name yet but I'm so impressed with your money diary and welcome to the She's on the Money Diaries. Thank you for having me. Oh, my gosh. I'm so proud of you and I don't even know you. (laughs) How good is that? All right. So the way this is going to work, let's jump straight into all those questions that we've got and then we can have a chat about all of it straight after. Is that all right with you? Yes, that sounds great. All right. As always, the first question is, what is your attitude towards money? So I'm very considered. I want to make sure every last cent counts in our budget. I don't like wasting anything, but it definitely has not always been that way for so long. We just like we lived week to week and we did not have any sort of goal or idea what we wanted to do with our money. We just floated through as long as our bills are paid. We were happy, mm. but definitely very different now. How good is that? I love when people know what their journey has been like. So satisfying looking back as well. Totally. All right. And what do you do for work now and how much do you currently earn? So I own a cleaning service, cleaning baby equipment. Um, I earn about, on track, about 30000 this year. Oh, how good is that? And it's all just like on your terms? 
Yes, it is. So I just work from home. Sometimes I can work an hour a day or several several hours a day and get more work if I need to. So it works really well for me around my kids. All right, all right. On to the questions. I've got so many questions. But <laughs> on to the actual scheduled questions. What is currently your big money goal? Um, definitely to start building a home later this year. Hopefully we can get to that goal. We're on track right now. Exciting. And do you currently invest? Um, I do, but not in the typical way everyone replies to this question. So I was tossing up between micro-investing or other investing, and I kind of had a light bulb moment that the whole reason I want to invest was to set myself up in retirement. So being self-employed, it only made sense that I put my money into my super instead to invest. Genius. You've got a plan, girl. She's got a plan. <laughs> I love that. And do you know what? So many small business owners just forget to pay themselves super and they just don't consider it. They're like, oh, I will when I can afford it. And it's like, well, you're going to need to do it now because otherwise it's going to be so much more expensive to think about it later. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah so yeah. smart. I love that. So do you currently have any debts? Zero debt. We've paid off everything we have ever had, really. Oh, my gosh. And you're on track to buying your first property. Started having babies in your teenage years and you're killing it. Oh, I love this. Hold on, hold on. All right. Next question. What is your best money habit? Um, I'm very frugal. I like to make sure I get the best price for anything we purchase. That being food or clothes or furniture. I will find the best price. That is guarantee it. That is good. <laughs> how, have you got any tips for us? How do we implement finding the best price guaranteed? Uh, just take your time. Don't buy very fast. Make sure you do lots and lots of research because it's guaranteed you can find something better at a better price. I love that. That's and in contrast, what's your worst money habit? Uh, probably takeout. It's just far too easy to drive down to Macca's for dinner when you've had a long day of work and you've got three hungry kids in the car. So definitely need to break that habit. I feel like when I become a parent, that will absolutely be me. I think there's a lot of people that would relate to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kids I, or not. Yeah, I feel like there's so many people that are always like, oh my gosh, yeah, when I have kids, I'm never going to feed them non-organic anything and they're only ever going to drink water. And I already know that's not going to be me. <laughs> like, I, I already know. You have to be, be like, realistic. Mac is chips. Oh, the kids can have them all <laughs> yeah. the time. Like, I'm it's already not worth up. the fight at night time. You just have to give them Mac's instead of veggies exactly the dishes and save the fight yeah no I'm totally for that because I know what I'm like when I'm hangry <laughs> so therefore I know what my future children are going to be like and I guarantee you it'll be 10 times worse than me so give them the Macca's chips and uh they probably won't get the diet coke I order because won't allow that oh no water only. water only obviously <laughs> unless it's a Friday they can yeah. have Fanta yeah but. they can have Fanta on Fridays <laughs> all right and if I asked you to give yourself a grade what would you grade your money habits um probably a b because i definitely have room to improve but i've definitely improved from where we were only a b (laughs) i just feel like i had so much more to learn especially when we do eventually buy a home there's only a whole new ballpark of bills i don't even know anything about oh you're such a grown-up i love you (laughs) i love you oh my gosh all right we have so many more questions for you we'll just jump to a quick break and then i'm gonna dive straight into them All right, we are back and I am so excited to ask you some questions. I hope it's not too pervy, but you mentioned before you had your first child at 17, got into a relationship at 14. How old are you now with three children? I'm 26 right now. 
And so you've now got three kids and what are their ages? Because I'm really bad at that uh, quick maths. <laughs> so they are nine or almost nine, almost six and almost three. Wow. Oh my gosh. And how does that make you feel when it comes to money? Because obviously having a kid at 17, I really doubt is a lot of people's plans. It's kind of just something that you go, all right, well, this is happening. We're going to deal with it. But how has that yeah. impacted your money story? Um, so it definitely made it more difficult when you did move out. It's hard for anyone financially to move out, but then have to throw on the expenses of kids and have to make sure you're responsible right from the start so you don't fall behind. It's hard in that sense, but it also gives you kick up the bum to do the right thing from the start. So I didn't, like, we never fell into big debt or anything in those first years, which I know a lot of people do. So that kind of helps, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Um, We talk a bit about how FOMO affects our finances and our financial story on She's on the Money. Do you feel like because you were younger and having kids, like your friends would have been going out and partying and like spending a summer in Europe and things, like did you feel like you had to service your family but then also meet the standards of what your friends were up to while you were young as well? Do you feel like that affected you? Um. When I was younger, no, actually, because my husband and I are quite quiet people. We don't party or anything. But as we got older and we saw all our friends achieve buying homes and having these grand weddings yep. and such, that was something that was never we never we could achieve as much as we would like to. Mm. So I guess it's not, not when you're younger, but definitely as you get older and realise you're falling behind where everyone else is getting in their life. Mm. See, I, I feel like you've got it right. Like, I feel like maybe this is a very backwards opinion, but when I'm, because I'm turning 30 in the next couple of months and I don't have kids and I'm probably a couple of years off kids yet, I feel like when I have kids, you're going to have already gone through that. So you're going to be like laughing at me being older, not having as much energy for mm-hmm. these children. You're like, mate, I'm done with that. And I had your sleepless three nights already gone. Yeah, they're all gone. <laughs> so you can actually live your best life in the period of time where you can generate great income and like have a work-life balance that works instead of also trying to make it in a career while having a toddler that needs to be dropped off at daycare. Like your kids are going to be pretty yep. self-sufficient at that point. So I feel like you might yep. feel a little bit behind but I guarantee everything's going to come to a grinding halt for a lot of those friends and you'll end up being the ones that are like, yeah, see, cool, we're just popping off for the weekend. Um, We're having a great time. Have fun picking up your four-year-old from daycare at 40 (laughs) Victoria. Yeah. It's what's going to happen. I definitely definitely talk to my husband a lot about all the things, all places we're going to go to when the kids are grown up, all the travel we're going to do and be a lot more financially stable when we go travel. We don't have to get credit cards to travel or anything like that. Oh my gosh, that is so true though. Like I hate that you said you felt behind. I was like, no, I feel like you're exactly on track. Like you sound like a really level-headed person. How do you talk to your kids about money? Um, So we're quite open. So um, they they know our budget. We talk with them when I'm working it out. They sit with me and they look at it. They obviously don't understand, but they are understanding that we need a budget so we can pay our bills and they're watching us grow our savings to buy a home and they're eagerly waiting for us to get to that goal just as much as we are. How so cute. I think that's going to help them when they get older. It's like having a little yeah. fan club of people who are Aww. cheering you on to buy your first home. <laughs> I feel like we'd all yeah, achieve definitely. a goal much quicker if we all had a little fan club. <laughs> yeah. I have like a visual thing on our um, whiteboard of where we go, like how far we have achieved and the boys like definitely make sure we don't fall behind or skip a week of savings because 
they can see that. <laughs> so oh, you don't want to disappoint so them. Oh, that's so sweet. I love that. And to be pervy again, what does your partner do and how much does your partner earn? So he works in customer service and he earns about $55,000 a year. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. And is he the same age as you? You met at 14, yeah? Yes. Yes, he is the same age as me. That is so sweet. I love you guys are killing it. I know. I love love stories as well. I love when people are like, oh, yeah, we met at school and <laughs> now we have three sweet. kids. Oh, like, it's oh. so sweet. Um, so how do between you, you guys meet your joint money goals? Like, have you always been on the same page about money goals? Obviously, you said that a home is something that you're working towards. Do you have the same money mm-hmm. values or is that something that you come up against? Or, you know, talk to me about that. Um, my husband and I are definitely on the same track, have the same goals in mind. So I sit down and write the budget and my husband's definitely with me, agrees with the goals we want to achieve and agrees with the amount we put into each account and we have a joint account so all our money just goes to one account and just automatically transferred to each account. So we're all pretty happy and find it very easy to handle I guess. So you said that you've got 13 bank accounts. Like how do you yeah. prioritise what goes where and is that kind of how you manage exactly what's where or like what's your what's your thinking behind that? So we have a very detailed budget. We actually downloaded one from Money Smart and it is amazing to get all the details I need. Um, and uh, we deposit all our income into one joint account. From there we have automatic transfers into... 13 different accounts for all the different bills. So we have um, accounts for savings and splurge and groceries and school and daycare and utilities and kids' dentals and you name it, we have an account for it. So then we know like when money comes out of that account, we're not going to take money from another account. It's all evenly spread out. Yeah, that's so good. And do you feel like that actually just keeps you more on track because there's not just one big pot of money that you can be tempted to dip into? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Previously, we had a bank account where um, all our money would go into one bills account, we would call it, but it's so easy to actually spend more on like a celebration than we expected, like a kid's birthday, and then that takes from our rego, for instance, and then we'll get to the day rego's due and you're like, oh my God, there's not enough money in here now. Oh, that's so stressful too. Especially with three kids, that's a lot to deal with. Mm -hmm. How do kids yeah. – I, I obviously don't have children. We've recently done an episode on having children um, and the costs associated with giving birth, not actually bringing up children. Yeah. But, like, what does that look like on a weekly or monthly basis? Like, what are kids on average, I guess, cost, especially three of them? Uh, they're expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I so, can imagine. Um, yeah, that's a lot of tiny teddies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think the biggest expense is daycare because – like our kids yeah. go out to all the kids that are a public school and just the amount we spend on daycare for the month is enough to cover their entire expenses for the public school for the year. What? So, oh. I, yeah. How much is daycare <laughs> per month? Uh, so uh, each day is $115 and they go three days a week. $115 a day to go to daycare? Yep. Holy and moly. we're not even like in a capital city or anything like that, which is even more expensive. Oh my gosh. I I always end up really shocked about the cost of daycare, which 
at the same time as going, you know what, that's ridiculous. Like that's so much money. You can also see on the flip side, you're like, you know what, it's my child and they're being looked after. Mm -hmm. But the amount that daycare workers do not get paid is not reflective of the amount of money that parents are paying for them to go to daycare. And you know what else baffles me about this is that is a cost this is all personal opinion, so please don't take it as advice, my friends. What it costs for a child to go to daycare, to me, in my opinion, is directly related to your ability to produce an income as a parent. Mm-hmm. So given it is a work-related cost, why is it not tax deductible? Ooh, mm, interesting. Imagine if you could claim daycare on tax, mm-hmm. how much easier life would be like I'm not even asking for daycare to be brought down just let me claim it on tax I think as well because um being able to send your kids to daycare and correct me if I'm wrong gives you a sense of independence and your own identity to be able to work or whether that's time that you spend being able to go to the gym or do your own stuff whatever it is like all that life admin that kind of pops up that you've got to do and you need that spare time just to be your own person it's it would be really like liberating to be able to do your own thing but I mean absolutely it's very expensive to be able to do it but $115 a day that's like more than $300 a week that's what some people are making in a week Mm. which makes it completely unequitable to be sending kids to daycare sometimes no wonder women are put in a position where they have to choose between well do I just stay home because you know, then I don't have to um, outlay that exactly. money. What yep. if you have three kids under four and mm-hmm. none of them are at school? Yeah. That would be so expensive. And oh, it, it feels so harsh to be having to make decisions like that. Yeah. I, I yeah, really respect you. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's no easy feat for sure. It was it was definitely a decision we put off for a long time because of how expensive it is. But last year during COVID, they made free childcare. So that definitely um, got us to put our youngest into daycare because I relished that. And then um, I realised how much I needed that because I was so much more productive with work, having yeah. no children home. Yeah, so absolutely. I couldn't pull them out after that. Uh, I know that you mentioned a little bit about like what your business is before, but could you talk a bit more about what your small business is and how, how many... How did you start that yeah. as a mum of three? Yeah, that's huge. Um, so I own a business cleaning all things baby equipment. Um, it's a nice, easy job to do from home. Uh, I started it, I previously worked in a pharmacy and then I was having a really hard time working there. I had such bad anxiety having to think about even going to work. Aww. And then um, my eldest son got really sick and was in hospital and I had to call him, like call him sick and I was going to come in for a couple of weeks and the moment I hung up, I just felt such a relief from my constant anxiety that I knew that was it. I had, to, had to go. Wrote, yes, I wrote my resignation email within 30 minutes. Oh, my gosh. Call. You were like, and actually, <laughs> you know how I said a couple of weeks? I kind of meant ever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not yeah. coming back. <laughs> yeah, so that was kind of push up the, uh, up the bum to get a small business going and I had been thinking out this for ages so I just thought what the hell I'll do it now and it ended up working out really well because there's no one in our area that services need. But that would be booming right because surely like stuff yeah. like prams and high chairs get absolutely filthy. Yeah. Yes absolutely and there's so many of them all around Australia now ever since I started my business so is definitely something that is very needed everywhere. Not yeah just absolutely. I what a good idea as She's well. She's a genius. Yeah. 
That's so niche, but also I love that she can just do it from home. You don't even have to go to other people's places to do it. Yeah, and also you could do it at your own pace. As long as people had things when they needed it, you could kind of sit at home and go like, oh, I don't have time for that right now. I'll do it in a second, you know, no deadline of, yeah, amazing. I love that. I could do that, but I'm too over the top of a like, oh, I need to get this done. (laughs) (laughs) We're the same, so I don't Don't know why I even said that. Don't know, worry. Like, I totally get it. It's good in theory, but then you, yeah, no, it's not how it works. But that's okay. That's a a conversation to have over on the business Bible, I think. (laughs) Well, Money Diarist, it has been so, so lovely to have a chat with you today. Thank you so much for sharing your story. I'm so excited that we get to have these conversations each and every single week with members of our community where they get to share their story and we get to, you know, know all the pervy details about how they live their money lives. Thank you for having me. It's really nice to chat. Okay, but just before we head off, we'd like to acknowledge and pay respect to Australia's Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples, the traditional custodians of the lands, the waterways and the skies all across Australia. We thank you for sharing and for caring for the land on which we are able to learn. We pay our respects to elders past and present and we share our friendship and our kindness. The advice shared on She's on the Money is general in nature and does not consider your individual circumstances. She's on the Money exists purely for educational purposes and should not be relied upon to make an investment or financial decision. And we promise Victoria Divine is an authorised representative of Australia Pacific Funds Management, Proprietary Limited, ABN 34132 463 257, AFSL 339151. And thanks to the team of Audio Wizards putting together today's podcast. I'm actually, that's me. That's so you. You're thanks, Tony. Yourself. Thank you. You're welcome. You no are worries. so good, Tony. <laughs> oh my God, Tony, I love your ten. hair. Thank oh, you, Tony. Great. Your hair is beautiful. Well, great. People on TikTok don't. But speaking of social media, we would love it if you joined our Facebook group where our community shares money tips and tricks every single day free of judgment. So it's She's on the Money on Facebook and join us. If Facebook's not your thing, you can also find us on the gram where, Tony, we have just hit 100,000 Instagram followers. Does that make us influencers? Oh, my God. Send us stuff. Send us stuff. We have the blue tick. We're legit. <laughs> We're at She's on the Money AUS. And don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, whatever you do on whatever podcast platform you find us on. See you next week, guys. Bye.